welcome to You're the Shift with Flora Fauna Healing. I am so excited to get back to things. So in the last while, I've made quite a bit of changes creatively to be able to fit somewhere that kind of just felt more like me. You know, when you try to do things for not you, they often don't work out. And I'm not saying that I was doing things that were not for me, but when you try to fit yourself into what you think people need as opposed to following your intuition and discovering what people need and what you need, there's often quite a bit of shifts about that. And so that's what I've been trying to do. I've been trying to find something that's a lot more organic for me in terms of what I offer with my company. And obviously with the lockdowns and everything, a lot of us have had to ch- like change speed. So that's what I've been doing and I've been finding it working really well. So I wanted to come back to You're the Shift with that renewed energy. So since I ask about topics that are divinely guided for you, I have greatly changed my Patreon. So now You're the Shift is going to follow along very closely to what I am doing on Patreon to be able to give you guys more information about what that is. Now, to give you some information about Patreon and what it is, Patreon is a subscription service that offers quite a few different stages or tiers on what you can do. And these tiers allow us to offer really custom content like customized content for you guys and it's really great for people that are creators because we wouldn't be able to offer this content in other ways so I decided after talking to my guides for quite some time trying to figure out a new more organic direction because things were just not fitting me it was too all over the place I needed to sort of niche down into something that was much more me so I decided to make patreon sort of a place where you can work on your inner work and that fits me really well So every month at the beginning of the month, I tune into my guides and ask them what it is my Patreon subscribers need. And this this does apply to a lot more than just Patreon subscribers. It's not like it's a sole individual thing. So if you follow my Instagram and my Facebook, you've been seeing how that has changed and shifted. And it does allow me to be a lot more vulnerable in what I offer. And it does help me to be able to give you guys something a lot more authentic. So You're the Shift is going to be following along with those topics and discussing them in depth to offer you guys the option. If you guys are resonating with these episodes, then you know where you can subscribe and do deeper work if that's what you like. And if not, it can give you some deep feedback for thought, or at least that's what I'm hoping to achieve here. So this month, what I'm doing, oh, I should probably tell you what Patreon actually does before I jump into that. Um, I don't have ADD. Yes, I do. Okay, so jumping into what Patreon actually does now is there's writing prompts every week. There are seven, and they're based on the topic that my guides have asked me to explore with you guys. So every day, there's a writing prompt to put you in a state of reflection to help you assess where you're at. And they do things like allow you to clear a lot of energy in your life, stir up the energy to make you actually sit with it. It carves out time daily for you to sit with what's going on and sort of take more accountability for it. The reason why I love the writing prompts so much is because in your day-to-day life, you often don't take accountability. You don't sit down and go, I need to work on this. You go, I'll work on it later. I'll work on it later. I'll work on it later. With the writing prompts being daily, it does carve out the spot in your day for you to sit down, self-reflect, assess where you're at continually. And that's exactly what you need for strong inner work. And it does create a process for yourself where you are continually making sure that you are meeting your own needs. So the first topic we did with Patreon was flow. This month we're doing balance. And when we did flow, we worked through a lot of the things we tell ourselves, a lot of the things that we tell ourselves to keep people in our lives that don't belong there, a lot of the excuses we make for ourselves, where we overcommit, where we are having toxic patterns and traits rule us as opposed to creating a space where we actually feel like we belong in our lives and that we contribute. 
It went over quite a few different things. And along with those daily writing prompts, I also do a little bit of healing in in line with that. So sometimes I do Reiki experiences. Other times I do distant Reiki on the Patreon people as well. Um, sometimes I offer really detailed writing prompts or self-assessment tools, schedules, checklists, etc. Those were really prominent in flow because you needed it. It was very much in line with what was coming through a week four. So the other part is they're divided into weekly categories. So we take one big category and we break it down into four smaller parts. And that allows us to really dig in specifically as opposed to digging into one topic and being all over the place. And I do this with my guides as well. So in those healing implements that are there, sometimes there are spirit guide communication meditations where you can assess with your own spirit guides where you're at. Sometimes they're like visualizations So that way you can kind of get a sense for where the energy is and what you really need. And you can attract the proper outcomes to you. Every single month, these are going to be different. And every week, it's different. It it really depends on where we're at. I've done cord cutting meditations in flow as well to sort of clear up any leftover toxic energy. Um, Also really worked at implementing change. That was another thing that we worked at. So there are many different places that this can go. And with Patreon, if you sign up, you access every other month of content that I've done, even before I've done these changes. So really, you can hop back on inner work for quite a bit of time. There's quite a bit of different resources. And so enough about that. Now that you guys know about the changeover, you guys know what's there. Let's dive into what we're doing this month. So I am so excited to be back with you guys. When I stepped in for this month and, you know, tuned in to my frequencies, I asked my spirit guides what would be needed for my Patreon listeners and my Patreon subscribers. And they very clearly said balance. And now me being in my human self, I was like, what do you mean? Flow and balance are very similar. And they went, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, no, they aren't. And so I just listened. So they divided balance into four different categories for me. And the way that it looks is it's not just balance as far as, okay, I got to do this this day and this this day. No, it's making sure that all categories of your life are equal that they are swallowable for you, that they work for you, and that you're not having toxic patterns that are blocking you from balance. So you may go into this thinking that I'm talking about balance being one thing. It's actually many things, and I'm going to break into that. So the very first thing that we looked at um, when they sat down with me was collaboration. One of the biggest ways we screw ourselves over, we really assume we need to do everything alone. And when you talk about balance in your life, When you have the mentality that you have to do everything alone, that nobody is there for you, there is no way you can create balance because when you need help, there is no help because you, one, aren't allowing it and two, will not accept it if it is allowed. So this is exactly what I'm talking about when I mean inner work. We block ourselves from the things that we want nine times out of 10. We block ourselves because of the traumas that we've been through and even just working something on as simple as this can have a life-changing impact for you. So this is one of the biggest things that we're working on. When you work with other people, that might not be an easy process for you. It may not be easy for you to ask for help when you need it. Oftentimes when we ask for help, especially if we've grown up with people pleasers, we have all this anxiety that there's all these rules to help. There's all these conditions like, oh, you need to feel shame if you ask someone for help when they're having a busy day. You have to assume where that person's at before you dare ask them for help. No, this is all toxic narratives. This is not something that you should be going through. And if you are going through it, it's time to look into that inner work because it's affecting you. You should not have to be afraid to collaborate with others or to ask others for help. Asking other people for help is not something that you feel shame when someone asks you for help. So why do you feel that way when other people do? 
And that's part of the narrative that we've created. When we have grown up with control and we've grown up with people who panic and so they try to control us so that way they can get their stuff done, that's abuse. That's not cool. It's not okay. And it's manipulative. And so we assume that everyone around us is actually like that. And low key, we assume that we're the problem in nine times out of 10. We assume that we're too much. We assume that it's too difficult to help us or we ask for too much. We don't ask the right way. Or a lot of times people will criticize you on the way that they ask. They'll look at you and be like, don't you realize I have to do this that day? Don't you realize I have X and blah, 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 blah to do and you're not considerate. In that scenario, the other person has the power to just say, no, today's not a good day for me and draw the line. There's no need for them to try to treat you like that, but they do. And that's what I'm talking about when I talk about collaboration and balance. You deserve people in your life that are willing to meet you where you are. You deserve people in your life that communicate with you clearly. You deserve to be able to understand in yourself what communicating clearly means. You should be able to know that when you ask for help, the person has the option to say no, and you also are allowed the option to ask, and there is nothing wrong with you asking. You, it's not your job to assume all the tasks somebody has in a day before you ask them. It's not your job to profile somebody's psychological state or emotional state before you ask them a question. If somebody has put you in that position, they're not giving you authentic help. They're not giving you authentic communication. What they're trying to do is control. And maybe they don't mean to control, but that's exactly what it is. If somebody makes you feel afraid when you ask them a question, when you ask them for help, there's an emotional reaction happening in them. And chances are, it's likely that you both need to do some work and that's okay. Because the person who's asking, if they're full of fear when they're asking, they might be taking a very brave step doing so. But asking shouldn't come from a place of fear. And if it is coming from a place of fear, you may need to work at toxic people in your life, but you also may need to work at how you look at yourself. Because when you look at yourself as someone that is quote unquote hard to help or people don't want to collaborate with, that's actually your issue as well, that it's coming from the life that you've sustained here and the issues that you've gone through in your life. So this is why the work for Patreon happens on multiple different levels. But anyway... The other part to collaboration is really looking at when you work with other people, how you feel about that. And I don't mean just work in context of like a project or, you know, a mutual thing that you're doing. I mean, when somebody comes up to you in the kitchen and you're cooking, can you handle that or do you freak out? Can you handle other people in your space or can you tell them, hey, um, I would, I, I'm having trouble with you in my space right now. Do you mind if I do this task on my own or would you mind doing it over there? I just have trouble with people behind me due to such and such experience that you don't even have to explain. That would be okay. You know what's not okay? Flipping out at a person because they're behind you without even telling them why it is that you're upset. The initial reaction is the problem. You as a person have to communicate where you are at. And there are nice ways to do that, and there are not nice ways to do that. There are healthy ways to do that, and there are unhealthy ways. If you are in a kitchen with someone and someone is behind you, and you obviously might have anxiety because, one, claustrophobia could be a source. Um, Having prior injuries in a kitchen could be a source. Um, You know, being energy sensitive can even be a source when somebody's in your bubble. Or having sensitivities to touch or overstimulation issues can be a reason why somebody might have this. Um, And needing to know what's going on at all times also could cause this. That is within your responsibility to sit there and go, I'm having an issue with what's happening right now. What can we do together to make it stop? 
<laughs> you don't have to phrase it that way, but what can I do to better the situation? What can you do? Here's where my boundaries are at. You can be in the kitchen, but please don't be behind me at this time without announcing it by saying, hey, I'm behind you when you have a knife, etc. Just a safety boundary, for example. Or I have high anxiety and I struggle with people right behind me. Would you mind working on the other side of the kitchen? If you need something, I can step out of your way while you do that task. There you go. There are solutions to how you talk to other people. And there are solutions to how you listen to other people as well. And there are solutions that other people can offer you. But oftentimes we make excuses for our really bad reactions and we say, oh, it's just because of this. No, you are actively damaging people, do better. There are ways. It often involves stopping in the moment and thinking before you react. So in this way, in what I'm describing, you block balance. Because if it was balanced, you would be able to communicate what your boundary is. And that other person would be able to work seamlessly. So it's not just you that you're affecting, it's the other people around you as well that you might be affecting when you are out of balance. And you may be repeating patterns from your own childhood or from things that you've been through and not even know it. Oftentimes the biggest way that we can see this in someone is how they communicate. And it's very difficult. And it's very painful for everybody involved to see that I'm doing this because it was done to me and I don't want to be like the people who did this to me, but yet that's what I'm doing. And that's where things like therapy can be such a big help to a person and where things like shadow work can help you self-assess and be like, oh, I do need this and this is how I want to communicate that. So collaboration to me is a really big part of balance, asking for help, being able to communicate where you are at to other people because nothing blocks you more when it comes to balance, in my opinion, than not being able to lean on anybody but yourself. And so many of us go through that. So many of us were the people in our families that handled everything. So many of us were the people that were over-responsible, the people that had to monitor everybody else's feelings, the people that needed to fix the pieces or the problem became their own. And that is a hard pill. And a lot of us still carry that. And it's not our job. And it's okay. And people in your life won't understand when you stop doing what you've always done. That's on them to do their work. It's not up to you. So moving on to the next portion. So this is what we were working on in week one. But moving on to the next portion, I want to talk about trust. So in the first portion, we talked about working with other people and how that can be a huge source of anxiety in so many different ways for people who need to work on balance. True healthiness in your life comes from being able to give and take equally when in terms of time, in terms of services, in terms of all of it, you should be coming from a place of fullness instead of a place of lack or neediness. And it's okay if you're needy sometimes, you know, like that that's not the issue here. The issue is when you're constantly coming out of a place of lack and other people are coming to you out of a place of lack and it's just causing issues, causing tension. So in that perspective before, when we talked about needing to work at collaboration, there's often a deeper layer of that, and that's not being able to trust. When we go through things in life, we often gaslight ourselves. And we don't take the opportunities that we want because we think we can't do it. We think we, we don't actually trust ourselves, which is the biggest problem. And if you don't trust yourself, you can't trust anybody else. So sit with that. I know it's hard to hear. It wasn't fun when I went through this work either. Trust me. But because I am someone who really, really tries to trust others. And I didn't trust myself, so I had to really work. And when I did work at trusting myself, I immediately saw who was trustworthy in my life and who was not. And also that was okay because I knew what I could trust them with and what I couldn't. 
So I just stopped trying to trust them with what I couldn't trust them with. And then they were able to fully be themselves around me. And I was able to be myself around them. And I knew what their boundaries was. And I knew, were, were, sorry. And I knew how that worked for them. And suddenly, two people can be themselves. Imagine that in a healthy context. Because not everyone can be everything to you. And you can't be everything to everyone else. So boundaries are a must here. When we talk about self-trust, like I said, sometimes you gaslight yourself so hard out of the opportunities that are meant for you because you have more work to do. Because you think that you can't do it. Because you think that you can't ask for that thing. Or you think that you're too much so you don't want to ask. There's so many reasons why we wouldn't trust ourselves. So one of the biggest parts of asking for help Sometimes we know that when we ask for help, we have to do something to uphold that and we don't trust ourselves to do it, so we don't ask. Sometimes we need to ask for help and we need to enlist the help of other people, but we think we can't give them enough back in return, so we don't. We don't trust ourselves. It's a big problem. And sometimes people in our life ask us for things and we say no because we don't trust ourselves. It's out of lack of self-trust. It's not that you can't do the thing. It's that you don't believe in yourself enough to do the thing. And so if you don't trust other people, chances are that you actually think deep down that there's something in you that is not trustworthy. There's something in you that makes people screw you over again and again. There's something in you that attracts bad situations that makes you less than. It's not true. What you're feeling is valid, and I understand why you might feel that way. But it's an inner narrative that was given to you by people who were not trustworthy themselves either. And also, expanding on that, if you have chronic health conditions, it's okay to say no to other people. That doesn't make you untrustworthy. That makes you respect yourself. And if respecting yourself makes you feel like you are untrustworthy, then this might be a strong area of work for you that might be very powerful in terms of quality of life that you gain. Because oftentimes when we grow up with an invisible illness or if we grow up with a visible disability, it doesn't matter, we are deemed untrustworthy by other people when we say, oh, I really can't do that. I'm not feeling well today. Well, they don't know what it means when we say I'm not feeling well because they can't quantify it. They're not in our bodies, right? They can't sit there and go, oh, you know, you're just having anxiety, whatever. When they don't understand that we actually feel like the roof is falling on our heads and we're about to die in any given moment. Um, yeah, sorry, can't hang out today. I feel like I'm going to die. That's, that's valid. And another person might not understand what my own experience with those kinds of emotions might be. And so they deem us as untrustworthy. And so they don't want to help us anymore. And they apply conditions to our friendships. That's not on me. That's on them. And that's why trust is a big thing to look at. Because you may be directly involved in relationships that aren't healthy for you. Because of your own belief that you do not deserve healthy relationships. Because you are um, quote unquote disabled. And I don't mean to say quote unquote disabled, but like you're disabled or you're quote unquote too much is what I meant to say, or you're quote unquote too difficult or so on and so forth. How about we practice you are you and your needs are valid and what you feel is valid and nobody else needs to validate you because only you can do that. And only other people can do that for themselves. It would be a different world. It really would be. And so working at trust is a big part of balance in your life. Because if you trust yourself, if you know you're going to succeed at what you do because you have 100%, think about the opportunities that you would take. Think about the job that you might work instead of where you are right now. Think about the friendships that you might have because you know that there's unconditional love and unconditional listening and giving in those relationships that you believe you deserve because you trust yourself to uphold them. You're in a different world when you really work at this stuff. When you see that that's not 
anything to do with who you are. It's to do with the relationships that you've had in your life that have allowed you to think this way. And you deserve better so you can find better. But you have to trust yourself to find better. It all comes down to trusting yourself to succeed and get you through. But I offer you this, and I say this all the time, and my friends are going to be like, "Eh, you're a broken record, Kayla. So be it. People need to hear it. Your success rate is 100%. You have gotten through everything in your life. And I know that for a lot of people, that is extremely difficult beyond the ability that I have to to understand it or even imagine it. So you've gone through all these really difficult things, but you think you're not going to be able to achieve the, the good thing that might actually bring good things into your life? This is why working at patterns can be so powerful, which is another thing that's tied along with trust. When you work at creating that stillness and silence inside of yourself, when you work at being okay with just who you are, with trusting yourself, nothing can shake you. I know 100% I'm going to get through whatever life throws at me. I have no doubt. (laughs) The things that I have gotten through are beyond what I believe that most people have had to go through or have experienced. And that's because of my life path. And I know loads of other people who are in that same boat as me who went through a lot really young. And now they're working to help other people. And this is true for so many people. I can't assume somebody is life path while meeting them. I have no idea. Right? But I know the majority of the people that are incarnated on this planet right now have gone through so much. And so that success rate is 100%. But they continually see the ways that they come up short. And the reason why we do this is because we want to protect ourselves from what's coming, even though there's probably nothing coming, y'all. And we do this to sell up ourselves and we sell ourselves short and we damage ourselves. And we screw ourselves over and we cut ourselves off from the good opportunities that are there for us. And so we have this inner narrative that nothing is ever good enough or we're never going to get where we need to be and we're always without this and without that. No, though. Oftentimes when we do that, we're actually not grateful for the things that we have achieved or the things that we do have. And we actually don't celebrate ourselves enough. And if we did, we would have self-trust because we would know exactly how strong we are, exactly how resilient we are, exactly how clever we are, how powerful we are, how strong we are, we would know and we don't know because we're always looking out for the next thing that's going to get in our way. We're always looking out for that next thing that's going to trip us up. It doesn't have to be that way. Doing work at self-trust can change that because when you trust yourself, you know that no matter how many times you trip, you're going to get back up. No matter how many times you fall, you're going to know what to do. No matter how many times you end up in a mess. You know that the people around you will help lift you back up because you trust yourself, so you trust them too. It's a different world. And so when you trust yourself, the whole vibration around you is different because the opportunities you attract are different because you feel like you deserve them. And so your entire life is different because you have self-security and self-safety. And so this creates balance in your life because you make the choices that are right for you. Not the choices that other people want for you. The choices that are actually right and fitting for you. And again, nobody can put a price on that. That is worth its weight in gold. So many people never get there in their life. They continue doing things that they believe they should do. They're trapped by money. They're trapped by this and that. You are not trapped by anything. The only person... I mean, the only thing that can trap you and the only person is you. You are the only person that has power over yourself like that. But you have the illusion that other people have power over you. And you know what? If you believe that, they just might. But you are a lot more powerful than you know. 
And if you trust yourself, you'll know that you can get out of those situations. You can get out of those toxic friendships, relationships, living situations, what have you, and be in a much, much better place for yourself. So this brings me to the narrative that life happens for you, not to you. So many things are obscure when we come down to earth. We don't really understand. I'm going to get a little metaphysical on you guys. I hope that's okay. I mean, I'm assuming it's okay because of the nature of this podcast, but I'm going to do it. So when you come down, you come down to something called like a soul contract. And there are tons of different options in this soul contract. There's people you're meant to meet and there's all these things that can happen depending on what your choices are. There's things you're meant to do and then there's things that you could choose to do. And then if you fulfill karma then maybe there's more doors open. But either way, we have a soul contract down here. We come down to learn. We don't come down here to get a job and work a nine to five. And I mean, maybe that's part of it for some people because I do believe that it is because of the lessons there. But what fits most people will not fit all people. And if you are one of those people that it doesn't fit, stop trying to fit yourself into that hole. I spent my entire life trying to fit myself into that hole and I hated myself. And why? There is nothing to hate about me. You know what? You know what? For people who do hate me, that's your business. And I allow you that. And good for you, right? Like, I'm not for everybody, right? Not everybody is for me. And I have, like, no ill will towards that. But to me, there, I don't have anything that I hate about myself. Because I know that I've put myself into a position where I can thrive. And everyone asks me, like, oh, is, you know, it's easy for you. No. No, it's not easy for anyone who decides to go out and start their own business. It's not easy for anyone who decides to be an intuitive practitioner. It's not easy. You know what? None of our paths are easy. And so if we sit here comparing ourselves forever, of course, we're going to think life dealt me a harder hand. You know, uh, I keep having all these bad things happen to me. Everything bad happens to me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, everything bad happens to all of us. Truly, 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 truly. Nobody is exempt from that. What you learn early on in life, some people will learn later in life. Nobody is exempt from it. Everyone comes down to learn different things. And that's okay. But we are here to learn. So when life happens to us, it's often a matter of, what is this teaching me? And if you take that approach, what can I learn from this? You teach that approach, you come from that place of stillness and understanding. The things that you will learn about yourself and you will learn about your life take a whole different approach. Because when you have the perspective of what do I need to learn about this, you're actually having the perspective of what you need to learn from others, what you need to learn from your situations. You allow you to really learn about yourself. Is this right for me? Is this not? I tend to do this when I'm faced with this. What does that mean? I went through these experiences and they keep happening. Where am I at? Why? Why does it keep happening? That opens you up so you know that nothing in life is personal. And you know what? Sometimes those of us who, and I again, I say those of us, but some of us have been through really, really difficult lives and we totally could take that personally. But then we cut ourselves off from all the things we can do about it. We cut ourselves off from all the people that we can help. We cut ourselves off from all the knowledge that we can share. We cut ourselves off from all the wisdom that we can share. And so especially when we're young, we think, oh, why is life happening to me? No, it's happening for you. I can't think of any experience in my life that has not served to teach me something, no matter how difficult it was. And I'm definitely talking difficult here. But the things that I've learned from those are exactly what helps me be a mentor now, are exactly what helps me hold space for people that come to me to 
share what they need to and learn what they need to and, and have help in learning that for themselves. I am able to hold space for so many different types of people because of all the vast experiences that I've had. And I truly don't think that I could have been on this life path without it because I would not have integrity if I hadn't. And integrity, when you're working with caring for other people, no matter what field you're doing it in, it's paramount. You're not truly taking care of someone else unless you really have integrity. And so I do really feel like life happened for me, no matter how difficult it was. There's always a reason on some level, when it comes to your soul's learning, that human experience might be really hard to figure out. <laughs> like, it might be really, really, really hard to figure out as a human why this happens to me. What did I do to deserve this? Why am I going through this? But when you zoom out, when you truly like zoom out of your perspective as an individual and think about the perspective of the world or the perspective of the collective or why people might go through this now, et cetera, et cetera, it opens you up to seeing the world in a whole different way. So life really does happen for you. And the things that you learn really help shape you as a person and help you help other people you come into contact with. And this may not seem like enough for a lot of people, but for a lot of us, it, it really is. I wouldn't trade my experiences for anything, even though they were deeply difficult. And I have had a lot of therapy, y'all. <laughs> but it helps. It works. And if I hadn't had that, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. And because I've created a life where I'm in flow, where I am in balance in that aspect, I am eternally thankful. And I hope that's something you guys get to too. I hope that for you. So the last part that we're working on when we look at balance, and again, I'm just offering you guys food for thought here, is connection. Through all of the things we've talked about today, all of them, all of these things disrupt connection. All of these things disrupt authentic connection. Connection might not be what we think it is if we were raised in toxic families or toxic environments. To me, connection is 100% understanding the other and holding space for the other person. I can feel the vibration between me and a person that I am truly connected with. And when I'm connected somewhat to another person, I can feel the things that are in the way of that connection, like patterns or, or things that are holding them back. And as a psychic person, I can see these really clearly. And I mean, sometimes people aren't ready to hear them and that's okay. That's completely valid. They're doing their work and they're gonna get there when they get there. And it's not my job to tell them, but, but I can see it. And to me, connection, is something you cannot ever put a price on. You know when you feel true connection. Think about times where you've laughed until you've cried. That person gets you, truly. You're literally spilling out joy. And that's why some people in your life are so much closer than others because you are truly connected. And when there are no patterns at play, when there aren't toxic dynamics at play, you're able to just seamlessly connect to the other person and hold space for where they are. And that brings you balance in life because you can do that with yourself. Because you can do that with everyone around you. So there is no one trying to tell you what to do or trying to influence your decisions in a bad way. And you truly know you're supported. So when you're connected, your whole, again, your whole world changes because you're truly able to see that no matter what, you are supported. And whatever you need, you will receive within everyone's boundaries, of course, but you will receive and you know that the universe is always there for, the, for you. You can feel and you know by looking at your life experiences that the universe has provided for you. 
it may not be in the way that we want to be provided for. Like, sure, I'd like a million dollars, but that's not what I need right now. As much as I'd love it, it wouldn't benefit me in any way besides giving me a lot of money, but it might actually do detriment to me because maybe I wouldn't work my job if that happened. Maybe I just wouldn't be a healer. Maybe I would just, you know, float around on the ocean for a while. I don't know. Maybe that wouldn't serve me. So you receive what you need in terms of what serves you. You always receive what you need. It may not be what you want, but it is what you need at that time in terms of growth, in terms of the lessons you need here, in terms of understanding. I just went through such a bad situation in my life and I just got out of it where like my safety was threatened for like two years on a daily basis. And it it might have been what I needed because I really grew during that time period because I really learned what I was okay with and what I wasn't okay with. And I also learned a lot about what my support needs are and how to ask for them. And I learned a lot about just people. I learned a lot about humility. I learned a lot about how other people look at others in toxic situations and they have no empathy for them. That was, that was telling I learned that how you look at other people matters so, so much. And I knew that, but it deepened it. And I also learned that other people are not for you, no matter how much you want them to be. No matter how much you think they should be. No matter what their family ties are, friendship ties are, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, work ties are, company ties are, blah, blah, blah. People are people. And they're going to be down for you if they are. And if they're not, they're not. And you have to just allow them to be where they are. And so I wouldn't trade those experiences, even though they were extremely traumatizing. (laughs) And I'm working through that. But that's what I'm saying. Life happens for you, not to you. I didn't do anything to deserve those experiences. Who would? Who, who would do something to deserve those things? Nobody. Nobody. There's nothing that I could have done that would have been that terrible that I would have merited those experiences. It's not about that. It's about what I needed to learn. It's about what I needed to learn about setting my own boundaries, getting myself out of toxic situations, how much I would allow someone to control me, and what my support needs were, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's so many lessons I've learned during that period that I would not be able to learn if I hadn't been in there. I learned so much about who I am as a company owner during that time too, who I am as an intuitive too, what I really needed to thrive even in a horrible situation to know that I was going to be okay. And so life happens for you. And connection is ridiculously important. Because I learned that I had a lot of biases towards connection. I had a lot of, well, that person isn't there for me because they said this and this. Maybe I wasn't allowing that person to be there for me because I thought that they were mad about something or I assumed. Like, that definitely has been valid where I would look at people and be like, well, you did this and I'm not. I learned very clearly to ask point blank, what is going on? Like, what's wrong? How can I help you? What can I do for you? I learned to express, hey, I think you're feeling this. Would that be accurate? Can we do something about it? Can I help? Like, can we, can we work on it? And sometimes the answer to that is no. And I learned that that's okay too. But connection, I'm in a place now where I'm connected on every level to the people in my life. And it's because I've done work to make that happen. And I know what levels I can connect to people on. And I know how that works. And that to me is worth its weight in gold because now I know if I ask someone a question, they're going to support me in that. Or they're going to state, no. You know what I mean? Like they're going to state, no, that doesn't work for me. And we'll find a different solution. I've learned what people in my life are healthy for me and what people in my life are not healthy for me. And I've learned that that's not my fault. And I've learned that it's not something I'm doing. That other people have what their stuff is at any given time. And I have my own. And just because we're clashing does not mean that I'm a piece of shit and I need to jump off something. You know? That's not how it works. 
how it works is, oh, my stuff's not compatible with your stuff. My understandings are not compatible. The way I look at the world is not compatible with the way that you look at it. Let's make peace with that. It's not something I need to be mad at them over. This is not how it works. So connection can mean so many different things. And you can connect to some people at certain levels, but the person you should be connected to at all times is yourself. And so that's another thing that we're exploring. Connecting to yourself, connecting to your body, connecting to your soul, who you are, what you want. Because that voice should be louder than any other voice in your head, than any other voice in your life. You need to be louder. And if you're not louder... There's a problem because you're not in sync. You're not in balance. And I'm not saying you need to like egotistically be louder and yell over everyone else. I mean, your guidance source from yourself should be the loudest thing you follow. Your intuition should be the loudest thing you follow. You you know, intuition works differently for different people. Some people say follow your gut. They would be right. Follow the feelings in your body because they're all there for a reason. Your feelings are a sounding board. And if you really sit and you work at balance, you work at all these things, you're going to find you've created a life where you can do what works for you. And that's what balance is really about. Making sure that your needs are met on all levels and you've created a life where you feel safe, you feel supported, and you feel good. And I know that some of you are listening to this because I know you guys personally and going, man, I'll never regret the decision that I made to shift these things and you won't. We all deserve to have that kind of balance in our life. So thank you so much for sitting through these 37 minutes with me. I have so enjoyed doing this episode for you guys. It really comes from the heart from me. So next month, we're going to tune in. You're the Shift is going to be once a month right now. And I'm doing that to give you guys time to really work through what you need. And if you guys would like to work through this on a different level or on a deeper level, you can find me on Patreon. You can find the links through my Facebook, through almost all of my social medias. But it's at Flora Fauna Healing if you guys are curious. And we do quite a bit of inner work to really like dig and keep working. And I do this work right along with you. So I'm hoping to make it a very active platform where there's lots of active discussion. And I I am thinking about adding like a discord group where we can all talk amongst each other too, to be able to support each other, because I really would love that. Um, So yeah, if that's something you're interested in, you can find me there. Um, I have launched a whole new podcast um, with co-hosts, which you guys may have seen on my social medias. It's called the Celestial Oracle RX podcast. Now, this is worn with me and my friend Sam, and she has decided to take a hiatus, and I miss her. But I understand completely and support her in her growth. I'm just going to miss her energy. So I decided I didn't want to take on the Celestial Oracle RX on my own. It needed more people. It needed more energy because it's just such a fun thing for us to do. So I do have two new co-hosts on there. And what we do is we take in submissions from you guys. And you guys can submit a question. We had someone submit a question about how to like find a career they were aligned with, what they were meant to do. So I read their natal chart. I put on my astrologer hat for this and sometimes my intuitive hat, but mostly the astrologer hat. And the other hosts put on their intuitive hats and their tarot reading hats. And we all work together to be able to answer your questions in an in-depth way. And it's free to submit. So it really helps us give back and kind of like warms up our little ice hearts and really makes us feel like we can do something for you. So if that's something you're interested in, you can submit on any topic. Like if we can't take that, we'll ask you to reframe the question or be like, mm, that's too sensitive for the podcast, etc. But we're never going to be like, no, 
right? Like we'll work through it to see if we can like reframe the question, et cetera, et cetera, get a deeper understanding. So if you want to find out how to submit to the Celestial Oracle Rx, you can find that on my website as well, which is www.florafaunahealing.org. I am back at it right now because I am able to as non-essential retail. So I am going to be taking clients again. So hit me up. Um, more so during the stage two, but right now I'm able to take retail. So I'll be able to do prints again and all of that. So I'm going to be talking about that on my Facebook a little bit more. And I'm very, very excited to be back at it in the physical realm as opposed to the online realm only. So I can't wait. So yeah, if there's anything else you guys need, you guys know where to find me. And I am so thankful for your presence in this episode. Thank you guys so much and have yourselves an absolutely excellent weekend.